Straw Hut Media. All right. What do you got in there? None of your business. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is that how you're going to start the podcast? Because that was lame. What do you got in there? I thought you were going to like get. say. Just get. <laughs> get. Get. I don't know why I like that. Like like a grumpy old man sitting on the porch and the kids come over. Get. Why are you so far away from your microphone? Because we have giant chairs. Get up in there. There we go. Look at that. It's aggressive. That feels aggressive? Yeah. It's, it's like that is way aggressive. Is that better? Yeah. <laughs> From Straw Hut Media. This is Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Okay. Oh, right. Guess what? What? So... My phone rings. Okay, today? Just now? No, yeah. I'm doing a story. <laughs> okay. Jeez. Okay, your phone rings. My phone rings and it says Andrew Cohen. Uh-oh. <laughs> I got it like a knot in my stomach. I'm like, I literally thought, what did I do wrong this time? <laughs> what did I say? I know, right? So he actually called with good news, people. And he told me today I was allowed to share it. Oh. Woohoo! Okay, what is it? What is it? What All is right, it? guys. You guys know I've been dying to be on chat room. And I'm going to be a guest host on chat room. <laughs> Woo! Okay, 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 okay. Wait. First of all, you're going to be so good. Woo! With Giselle, the queen, and Portia, my favorite. Listen, I... Do you? You're gonna do it here, right? You'll do it here. Yeah, yeah. It's remote. You, have you? You yeah, haven't seen it. I have seen it. Oh, that's right. Because yeah, yeah, I made you watch yeah. it. I love it. <laughs> Wait, when is it? When do you do it? Um, we record. Like, I think it's for next Wednesday. For this Wednesday coming up. Is that gonna be? Is that gonna be an issue? Is that? <laughs> I because I don't like Wednesdays. <laughs> I don't love Wednesdays because like Hump Day. It's like not the beginning of the Just week. Just saying, doesn't something else come out that day? Oh, right. <laughs> So. Well, you mean Beverly Hills. Uh-huh. So you think that I'm going to have to talk about Beverly Hills. That's my thought. Mm-hmm. Well, unfortunately, <laughs> it's the one franchise I don't watch. So I don't really have anything to say about it. Guess oh, I'll- my God. All right, guys. Well, tune in on Wednesday. To watch me go under the bus. Oh, no. Oh, my God. No, I didn't think about that. Oh, no. Ugh. Okay. All right. I mean, the truth is the truth. And it's my truth. I'm a viewer. I, I am friends you with do. these girls, oh. though. I know. I would say friendly with friendly acquaintances with some and then friendly, like real friends with others. Yeah. And then some I don't know at all. Okay. Okay. Well. Oh God. <laughs> well, now you're gonna have. Oh, but that opinions. show we, we talk about other shows. That was like that's why I want to oh, do okay. it. I want to talk about people I don't know. What other say, ones? What are, what else is going on right now? Below deck, the chef. Oh. He eats really grossly. Um, like loud, like or just like no, open like, mouth or like he shoves. He's a chef and he just shoves food in his mouth. And okay. then when they're out to dinner, everyone's no. eating with the fork backwards and he's like scooping it in. And it's an issue for me. Like I have like eating issues. And then he's talking about hookers while he's eating. And then I just thought of, I had a really bad. Sounds like, like a quality guy. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe he is. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. I just don't enjoy the way he eats. As a chef, you have to have some, like Ben, when he was on, he would like, he would take a little spoon, yeah. test it. Yeah, not I like, like that. <laughs> oh, because you're not like 
I feel like you're not, when you shovel it, you're not like savoring. Right, you're like, yeah. You're just. I mean, Ben was English. Maybe it's like an English thing, but yeah. this guy is not English. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Let's just say that. But so I mean, we could talk about that, but I just did. Yeah, <laughs> So I have other We opinions. should stop talking about it. Yes, let's <laughs> stop. So hopefully I'm talking about a lot of other shows. Oh my God, I'm going down. Or Strictly oh. Beverly Hills. We'll see. What? We will see. All right. Well, tune in next Wednesday night <laughs> to chat room and I will be there and we are going to see what happens. I can't wait. Oh, can't. <laughs> all right. So today on the show, we have Rainy Howard. She yep. is awesome. She's um, a number one New York Times bestseller. She has another book coming out. Um, and you can pre-order it right now. She also has a podcast, a TV show, a YouTube channel, and she's yeah. all about empowering women and relationships and just making it nice, right? I think so. Like, my big question is, you know, do you, I mean, will she have advice for you on, you know, your future dating life? Yeah, no, because I have some very fucked up things that I need to ask, but I don't know if I'm <laughs> going to feel comfortable to ask. Oh, okay. So, well, I, I'm going to... I'm Feel gonna see, yeah, yeah because yeah. It's like she's like all about like proper things. Okay, I'm not gonna go there. <laughs> and usually, like if you're really popular like her, she has like millions of followers. She's probably like just sweet as honey, and I'm not yeah. gonna be able to ask her about sex cults. Oh, I didn't know it was gonna I go there. <laughs> I think I want to be in one. <laughs> well, I hope you ask. Her. <laughs> we'll see. We'll okay. see where. Let's get her on, okay. and we'll see where it goes. And so let's bring her in, Ryan. I cannot wait to find out what is wrong with me. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you for having me. So glad to be here. Oh my gosh, I love your voice. It's just like a happy voice. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I'm happy to be here. Okay, so. <laughs> oh, that's good. I'm happy that you're happy. <laughs> so, okay. Girl, I... I need advice from you. I mean, like, I do try to stay positive and manifest when I can, but, you know, it's easy to get down on ourselves. What What do you suggest when I feel like I do think all dudes are bad? Like, oh, there's no yeah. good guys in L.A., so I'll just give up. Yeah, yeah. Like, what's... What to do when you, when you, because you've probably had some experiences that you're going by. You're thinking about those past. And usually that's the reason why um, we do that. We feel that we are, you know, going to have another negative experience. There are no good guys because we're basing it off of our past experiences and what happened. And so what I like to share, share with people and remind people, you aren't who you were in the past. You're a new person, right? If you think about who you were 10 years ago, you would say, oh, I'm totally not yeah. that girl. So you got to remember as you evolve as a person, your relationships evolve and even your attractions and who you're attracted to evolves. And you kind of know more about what you want and what you don't want. So I always like to share just trust that you're in a new place in your life. Don't compare what was with what is and expect good good things you know expect better experiences as you become better that's the key 
So how, like, it's hard because, you, like you said, we do base it on um, past experiences. How do I get out of that funk and be, I know, like, I know I'm not the same person today that I was 10 years ago because, like, we're, oh, something happened, Ryan. Can I play an audio clip again? Sorry. No. So, oh, that? Oh, sorry. That's Ryan's okay. not good today. <laughs> I didn't even do you hear have, anything. Do you have any <laughs> – you don't want to hear that, trust me. <laughs> but it is like you – I do have a number one selling – a best-selling book just like you, lady. Yes, congrats. <laughs> um, thank you. But it's all – it's pretty negative. No, kidding. No, it's like I, I'm trying – I'm finding trying to find ways to get out of that funk. Like, what do you suggest I do to like hocus pocus change my focus? Yeah, you know, it's really about reconditioning yourself. You know, working on that um, self care. You know, there are different things oh, you great. can do to start reprogramming your mind. And I always give these activities to a lot of my clients who are so used to a certain pattern, a way of thinking, a way of feeling. And you have to literally change. If you don't, if you're in a funk, if you feel bad and you have these negative thoughts towards relationships, that's only a sign that it's something that you need to work through, something you need to still heal through, something you can look at and see more positive because it's always another area in your life that's going pretty well. You know what I'm saying? Like some of us, we have really, really good. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, some, sometimes, you know, you may struggle in your relationship, but you may be doing well with your health and your fitness, or you may do really well in your career or some other area in your life. None of those are, I don't have, I'm not doing well in any of those categories, <laughs> but it's fine. I was just in the really? hospital um, and my, I'm really fat right now for me. And um, no, but I do, I do try to find, I have a neighbor. She's she's an angel. She's always positive. So when I'm in a funk, she checks on me and she's like, she, you know, she's like my light, you know, Hanan. Like she's just, she always like, she's like, your boys are so great. You've raised such great kids. Cause I was crying, was one once going off to college. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you have a lot to be thankful for and proud of. And she does remind me, but it's not everyone has that person in their life that can say, Wake up, sis. Yeah. <laughs> you have good things. Like, stop focusing. Yes. Yes. And so, so we I, have to be I, better I with yeah. ourselves. We have to be, you know, not be so hard on ourselves. You know what I'm saying? And not try to beat up on yourself when certain things aren't going right. I think that a lot of women that have been in failed marriages or relationships have self-worth issues. And I know that... Um, it's, you know, it's, I mean, I think it's pretty normal when you, you know, when you get out of a relationship where someone's cheated on you, you wonder what is wrong with me. Yeah. And then you start to feel like, gosh, you know, I'm not worthy of having a, a relationship because I couldn't keep the last one. Do you know, like, how do you, how do you transfer into that new heightened life that you're hoping to have? Because I, I definitely had two years of, like, I was just like, no one wants me. I'm a single mom. I'm baggage. You know, like there was all of these. I beat myself up. I still do it. Yeah. Like I'm on reality TV. So it's like they don't want to date me because I'm crazy on TV. So I still definitely have those issues. But how I, like I want to break free of them. And I'm sure a lot of women do, too. Like, how do we 
do that? Do we just get your book? <laughs> yeah, but you know what? What I want to share is it's really normal to feel like, oh, there's something wrong with me because this wrong thing has happened. What is wrong with me? What What can I fix about myself? When I always tell women, you know, if somebody cheats on you, if your relationship didn't work out, it has nothing to do with you and your value as a person. You have to really get through to believing and knowing that. You got to know that. You got to know that that was an experience. You can learn from that experience and don't take it personally. What another person does has to do with who they are in their own decisions versus you only taking ownership of what they did it's like you take ownership of the wrong that they did oh he cheated on me well right. something's wrong with me no it's nothing wrong with you you know there I, and really studies show that most men who do cheat on their wife is not because it was something wrong with their wife it's, it had nothing to do right. with their wife it was their own insecurities their own wanting their ego to be Build more or, you stroked. know, yeah, <laughs> a, exactly. lot, a lot of things to be stroked. <laughs> exactly. Well, yes. But no, I think I, I feel like a lot of women and this is going to be people are going to get mad at me for saying this. We can't in general. This is a statement. It's hard for harder for us to separate sex and emotion. Like we feel like, you know, we're making love where men. There's no I, I don't think there's a correlation between them fucking someone like it's just a thing that they did it's not it's emotionless it's not like it's like you know going to the gym it's just something they did and they don't have any emotion towards it you, for the most part for the it, it does seem that way but a lot of people don't realize even men especially men who have all of these multiple relationships they're having sex with all these women they don't realize how much that diminishes who they are emotionally, spiritually, you know, and how much that can actually deplete you. And I mean, it, it brings baggage in your life. And even for men, it impacts their careers, their money, whether they admit it or not. They, You're right. They're dealing with some things. You see, I, I've seen so many men go through divorce and you see them age so quickly and they just look like they're just so stressed. And you really want to pray for them because some of them have a harder time than the women. They may not express it like the women or right. really communicate it the way we do because we are communicators. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. But but they really deal with some things as well. I think I think that's something. I feel yeah like but keeping track of their lies like I don't like I really try not to lie like like because I I'm the worst liar number one um but the thought of them having to keep track of their lies and how that must impact them I guess now you said that I guess yeah it's just men don't express it so I just think they're all fucking idiots right not all of them ryan no just like the ones that i i don't know i feel like maybe they're just selfish because you know they want their cake and eat it too most i don't think i think most men that cheat don't want out of their relationship necessarily mm -hmm. they just want their cake and eat it too like variety is a spice of life yeah and i'm not down with that but you know <laughs> what? Like, it's, nope. yeah it's, and i agree i don't think a woman i don't think anyone should settle for any you know, a relationship like that where that person is just out here cheating and wanting their cake and eating it too, you know. 
But I really do think, um, like we've said before, they don't always communicate it, but a lot of them do regret it after they've done it, you know, especially when it comes to um, the effects it have on their family, their children, you know, they may not say it. They may because not in the show moment, it. they're probably not. They're not yeah, they're thinking, not thinking about their family. That. No, they're thinking about getting off, and that's it. Like they, they don't think, oh, this. I have, you know, I'm breaking up. A, it's not just one person you cheat on. It's your, it's your entire family, and yeah. it's the kids, it's the grandparents on each side, and it's devastating. But I really don't think that men think about that in the moment. I think that they're just being selfish. I do. I love men. Don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to say they're all horrible. Um, I just, I feel like you, like you speak to me and I was like reading about you. I feel like I am one of the people that need your help and like trying to figure out what steps, like, you know, you do mm-hmm. self-help books really work? Do you, yeah. would you recommend them? Like, what do you think? Yeah. You know what? I, one of the things I want to say a lot of times, um, women, you know, that go through this kind of pain, they want quick fixes. So they, they'll watch videos, they'll watch, you know, messages, but a lot of times they'll, they'll, they'll feel like the motivation, I feel a little better, but then they get back into that low space where they feel like there's no real change and they're back angry and they're back depressed and upset. And so I always say it's so important to really do the inner work, to really do the healing work, to go beyond you know, um, just listening to a good message, you know, read books that help and apply the information to your life. Don't just read it. Don't just gather the information, but do what was necessary for your mental health. You know, I always encourage meditation and um, journaling, getting some of those emotions out of you, hiking, exercise, right. you know, really doing the work for yourself, which is so important. And that brings the lasting yes. change. No, I, I do. I feel like the stress of it all, if you don't if you don't have other things to do, it will consume you. You'll sit on your couch and it will eat you alive. And it's just so unhealthy. And, you know, when I didn't want to go out after – I was embarrassed, you know, after my divorce. I didn't want to work out. I didn't want to move. I would just cry all day. And it was like one of those things like I had a, a like a, a moment where I was like, okay, guess what, bitch? To, to myself, not to you. Like, wake it up. You've yeah. got two kids to take care of. Like, what are you doing in bed all day? Like, you got you, you, my kids literally saved my life yeah. because, you know, married, like, getting a divorce is like a death because you're yeah. mourning what could have been, what, like, what's not going to be anymore. Your, your future is unknown. So it was really hard. But I think that what saved me, luckily, that I have my children, um, because, I had I had to stand up. I had to get out of bed. I had to be their mom. And and if I didn't have that, I, I probably would be in a straitjacket somewhere because it was consuming me. Like yeah. all I did was think about the whole situation constantly. It was overwhelming, very stressful, um, just not healthy. And I feel like now looking at my old self, I could or my young self, but looking back, <laughs> um, I should have like 
been exercising because it clears your brain. I should have like went and joined a yoga class or made new friends because I find like new friends, you don't have to can always talk about the past. You can have a new, fresh relationship and it's like starting fresh. You don't have to like mm-hmm. continue to continue to bring up all of the past. And I, I feel like I, I want to know what that nudge is to get you out of that funk. You know, what do you? You know what? I want to commend you because I I can only imagine how hard that was for you. I mean, especially being in the public eye and dealing with everything on top of that. It's hard. Um, but the fact that you you discovered your why, your children, they're your why. And when you make a decision, this is the power of a decision, a power of a choice. You made a choice to say, I'm going to get up and I'm going to live for my children. You know, and I think a lot of women, they got to remember that they got to remember their why. Why are you here? Who are you doing this for? You, it's it's beyond purpose. you. It's your legacy. It's your purpose. It's your family. You know, you're looking at your children, and just want making that one decision is key, and that's the beginning of starting the inner work and the exercising. It's making a decision that I'm gonna get beyond this. You know, you had to do that, and and I I, I applaud you for that because. That was Thank very you. that was very challenging. And I don't think people realize how much it's like you're dealing with those same emotions of any other divorced woman, but it's maximized because now it's all over the news, the public, your own TV show, you know, all of that. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like part honestly, partly it helped me um, mm-hmm. to get over it quicker because everyone knew. So it was like, okay, everyone knows now it's like, just you, you can't be embarrassed anymore. You can't hide it anymore. Just put it out there. That's why I wrote the book. I'm like, I'm just going to do this. And that was really cathartic Mm -hmm. writing. Like you said, journaling. Um, but for me to write that, I was just like, I was so, and I, I read it back recently. I was so angry, but it was so amazing to put it down in paper. And it's almost like you let it go. Like, yeah. you know, when you say something, you tear it up and then you let it go. Yeah. And so that was me like getting rid of my darkness in my past. And I really, I always tell my friends, I'm like, write it down. You have to get it out, say it out loud. Mm-hmm. And then it goes away or say it out loud. If something you want, like Last week, Ryan booked two podcasts in a row, and I really didn't want to do two in a row. Mm-hmm. And so I said, you know what, Ryan? I think that the lady's not going to be available. I'm manifesting she's not going to make it. And she did not. <laughs> <laughs> I said it out loud. I had a good day. I manifested out. a lot of shit that day. <laughs> I was like, I don't think she's going to be here. And she did it. She was stuck in traffic. I'm like, this is amazing. <laughs> so, but I, I think... You know, just saying the words, even to yourself, mm-hmm. even if you don't have someone to talk to, just saying them out loud mm-hmm. is, is I don't know, I feel like it helps. It like does. the kids always see me talking to myself. Yeah. You know what? We don't realize how powerful we are, how powerful our words are, how powerful our thoughts are. And, and when we begin to put them out there and put it out there, we're creating our realities. People don't realize this, but it's like, be careful what you say. Be, like, be aware of these things because they, they do manifest. Yeah. We, yes. are, we are powerful. Our brains, I, I, like, I, I feel like 
we don't know how powerful we are. And if we could just bottle that up and like put it out, like I like my friend is very into crystals and energy and all of these things. And she's like, you are having a powerful, like she's like, say what you want right now because you have power. And literally so many good things happened when I was just manifesting them. And I really do believe that, you know, it comes from within. And if you want it, you can get it. And I, I don't, I want to shake people awake sometimes. I always say, oh, I don't, you know, this. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, but what's good? Like, tell yeah. me something good. One thing. Yes. Um, you know, because I've been there in their spot. And sometimes it takes that. Um, yeah. But tell us about your second book. You have another book coming out. Yes, yes. So the newest book is Sis, Be Nicer to Yourself. It's all about how we self-sabotage love and relationships and even money and the things that we desire in our life, we can sabotage our own happiness and not even be aware of it. And so um, basically, it's, it's really kind of what we're just talking about, just how our energy, how much we can transform our lives, how we can manifest the life we desire by changing the energy we put out and, and reflecting that energy. Um, a lot of I'm all for mental health and doing the mental work. That's important. Doing the physical work is important as well. Exercise and eating right. But we often ignore the energy work. We ignore the work that is all done with our emotions and our spirit and just being able to think good things and you know, like we were talking about and to know, like, if I'm feeling off right now, I don't, I feel like I'm not called to do two podcasts at once. My energy is telling me <laughs> something else is always coming. I'm going to be relaxing and resting. And so, you know, yes, that that's kind of how it works. And so I think people ignore energy when it comes to dating relationships. Yes. They look at, oh, he looks good. Oh, he got this nice job. He's working. He, he is fine. He this, he that. But is there a real connection? Is there energy? Do you laugh together? Do the, yes. Do you share that with that person? And knowing how to be aware of that and connecting with that in a relationship beyond just, you know, the physical appearance. If he looks good on paper. Exactly. I mean, like so many of my friends are like, oh, he has to be tall, like six foot two and up. And I'm like, how? <laughs> yeah. Like, who? like, I don't understand yeah. that you have this height requirement. Yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense. You want this perfect Barbie doll of a person. That, that person mm-hmm. that wants these specific things will never be happy. Yeah. I just feel like, I'm all about connection and I don't care how tall you are. Um, yeah. But if there's chemistry there, yeah. like that's everything to me. One of the things. And a lot of times like, it, yeah. Oh, oh, I was going to say, I was. it just reminds me of when I first met my husband. We've been, we'll be celebrating 18 years of marriage coming up. Wow. And um, Congratulations. Thank you. And um, when we first met, I remember the first thing that really stood out that I knew he was the one. And it was because I felt safe with him. Just the feeling of safety. It was just like, I felt this warmth energy, like this, like I could trust it. I could breathe. Like, I feel safe, you know? And that was- Like someone's got you. Yes. And that was like huge. And I knew then like, this is different. You know, you have other relationships and 
you feel like some of these relationships, you're putting so much effort and it doesn't flow. Right. But a, a real good connected relationship is a flowing, natural. You don't have to be another person. You could just be you and just be comfortable yes. in your own skin with that person. Yeah. I think that's so important. A lot of people, like, they put this facade forward when they meet people, like, the best version of them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, why would you even say that? Like, you don't do that. Like, why are you lying to get this guy or being your, like, not yourself? Because eventually the walls are going to come down and he needs to know the real you. So I just, it's confusing when people act like someone that they're not. Because Mm -hmm. at this point, like, why waste your time? Yes. You know, like, I mean, if he's not going to like the real you, then just put yourself, put yourself out there as who you are authentically. I feel like, I feel like I feel you because with us, I think that we're, you know, we're boss women. We mm-hmm. make shit happen, all of that. I feel like, like, I just want to feel like a girl. Mm-hmm. I want someone that I know that is going to step in and have my back. And like that I feel safe with, like, that. you know what, like exactly what you said, because in every other aspect of my life, I have to be in charge with the kids, with the business, with everything. And I need someone to be like, I got your back and Mm -hmm. to feel safe and connected. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't need a third child in there. Sorry, I got two. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I don't need another one because there's a lot of. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because yeah. there's a lot of man children out there. I'm like, oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Do you want to? <laughs> so, no, I really, I feel like what you're talking about. And I think that is literally the most important thing. If you feel connected and safe, like he has your back, that is so hot. That, yeah. Like that's chemistry straight away. And it's, Like make yeah. me feel like a lady, like a girl. Exactly. Yeah, like it's it. so important, like you said, to just be yourself. To be yourself because if you're hiding any part of you and then later down in the relationship, you realize you don't know this person, they showing you a different part of you, you feel like they deceived you. Well, you kind of deceived them too because you didn't show up. Exactly. You didn't show up fully. So show up fully and just, hey, take me. You want me? Take me or leave, you know. Right. This is who I am. The good, the good's gotta match the, the good's gotta match the packaging. Exactly. They really do. Because if you yes. put this like like package out like you're perfect, you gotta like me without my hair in, with my nails off, with my makeup off. Like yes. you have to take me, you know, warts and all. Like you just Yeah. But but I still sleep with my makeup on in the very beginning, I'm not gonna lie. Um, it just has to happen. Oh my god, new pillowcases. You know, in the beginning, but not but I still am my true self. Like it's just like, wait, he doesn't need to see all my creams just yet. That's the only thing I will say. But you makeup know, what? Stays on men, for a while. men actually find us more attractive without nope. the makeup. <laughs> I know, it's annoying. They're like, pull your hair back and wash your face. I'm like, Fuck you. Because <laughs> I love makeup. Yeah. But I feel like you can do a little bit. You could give them their like what they need and still do be yourself. Your, yeah. I mean, yeah. We love it. But I think it's the opposite too. Like if you're all natural all the time and you put on red lipstick and your hair down, they're like, whoa, I like it. Yeah. I think it's just well, the change. Yeah. And then you can go back. Yeah, yeah. You have to have a little bit of variety yes. when it comes to your looks. Yeah. Switch it up. Switch it up. <laughs> well, you have your pot. Oops. Yes, exactly. So you have your podcast, you have a new book coming out. Um, 
I'm just so happy to talk to you. And I feel like I already have better energy today because Ryan got here and I was a little grumpy. Oh, okay. um, you just you, like you give off this great energy. Thank so I'm going to have a great day because of our talk. Oh, well, thank and, you. Um, so tell people where they can find you. You can pre-order your book right now, right? Yes, you can pre-order Sis, Be Nicer to Yourself. And that's available on Amazon. And um, yeah, you can find me at reallovexist.com or rainyhoward.com. Anywhere on Instagram, Facebook, Rainy Howard. Well, thank you so much, Rainy, for being here. This was an awesome talk. I thank loved you it. so much, Brandy. I really enjoyed this. Thank you. Ryan. <laughs> what do you think? I thought that was really empowering. And I feel like she's right. Like you, you have to manifest positivity in order to get out of like your funk, like everything that she was saying, I, I fully agree with and believe in as well. Well, I felt like you were saying all these things and she was just agreeing with everything <laughs> that you said. Well, that's because we're both bad bitches. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You because did we've say both that. Been through it. <laughs> you did say that. No, because I, I, I got her. Do you know when you just get someone yeah. and you're on the same yeah. page as someone? Like, yeah. Not like Gigi and I, we're definitely not on the same page. <laughs> you guys were not. No. But I felt like Rainy and I, like we could like definitely just Kiki and like we pretty oh. much agree. But I didn't get to the sex cult because no, I felt I know. like it might have been a no for her. Yeah. yeah I'm maybe, interested. Maybe. I just want to know more about what's going on with the sex cult. You tell me later. Yeah. I'm, I'm very curious. I just want in. That's a long story, but I mean. It seems not- like you have an invite and that's where I'm cu- <laughs> and that's where I'm curious. <laughs> to, to know. I'm so curious too. Yeah. So. Um, but that's not for radio or podcast. Yeah. Um, no. No. No, no. <laughs> I'll just make a video and no, kidding. no. no. <laughs> oh my God, I don't want to talk about it. No. Um, okay. So that's it. Yeah, Guys? that's it. We did the show. Yeah, don't forget. Chat, chat room. room Wednesday night, Beverly Hills oh, night. No. Oh my Lord. I got to call some people and apologize ahead of time. <laughs> Does that I work? Have to be Does honest. that work? I don't know. I have to be honest because I'm a viewer and I do have friendships with these people. What? But you also got opinions. I have opinions yeah. and it is what it is. So yeah. if we have to talk about it, um, I'm going to pretend like I don't watch it. That's the plan. <laughs> oh, like, my God. What? Who? Oh, yeah. I've never heard of them. I'm, I can't watch that. <laughs> it's just too. It's like it's like going back in t- time. I can't do it. No. Yeah. I'm going to do it. All right, guys. Ready for haiku? I am. Hey, (laughs) love yourself, sis. Say it out loud. Make it a wish. You got this, miss. That's not instrumental. She's doing like backup voices. You don't like it? No, I didn't like that. Let's do another one. That was pretty epic. Okay, whatever. (laughs) I'm going to CBS. Epic? Epic? No. Epic. Crapic. Okay, well. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville Unfiltered. Download new episodes every week, and if you haven't already, subscribe. And be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.